Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bar Friends Forever. Bar Friends Forever. Or Barf. Barf. I'm Susie. (laughs) I'm Kina. And we're glad to have you here. And we have, I have just hit my month of sobriety today. A full month. I did it. Feels great. But we are about, we are in the, in the midst of about to be popping a bottle of champs. We're going to pop bottles. I did not do a month of sobriety. Yeah. (laughs) Kina had a a moment where she. A couple moments. A couple moments where you got a little stressed and you, you needed to hit that sauce, but you did it mostly. The sauce. Yeah. Um, Um, so let's crack this baby open. Yeah. Here we go. The first champs pop in a month. Woohoo. First drink on the pod. All right. Yeah. Get ready, guys, because here we go. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Kina and I have just filled two tumblers full of champagne. Mm -hmm. So let's get this first sip in. Mm. Ah, it's crisp. I'm getting notes of apple and (laughs) (laughs) getting notes of a a $20 bottle of (laughs) Prosecco. I'm getting notes of I'm going to be real drunk real quick. It it wasn't even a freak's net. I I leveled up. You leveled up and got La Marca. Damn, girl. Mm -hmm. Living large. Living large. And uh, why is that, Kina? You had to pop some booze because you were feeling a little stressed. I was feeling a little bit stressed uh, yesterday mm-hmm. because I had a, um, I mean, it's hardly a relationship thing happened, but. Uh, a, it's a, a situation chip. It's a situation chip for sure. A male. Um, companion. Companion. <laughs> yeah. I, I stress drink. Yeah. Kina has been entangled with it. Oh my God. A stony, <laughs> our ghost third yes. host of this a show. Yeah. Um, and what you found out? He had sex with someone else and it hurt my feelings. Like if I'm just <laughs> putting it very plainly. Um, and good for him, you know? Um, he has every right to, and he's a consenting adult. Um, but it hurt my feelings. And then I stress drank about it um, because I think that we're supposed to get married and have a baby. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I'm almost 40. So yeah, TBD on the baby. But yeah, you know, it's happening these days. Women are doing mid 40s babies all the time. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so I drank um, and I'm drinking again. And I was working at Snatch last night. Kina was texting me in crisis yep. that she had fallen off the wagon. In crisis off the wagon. I smoked a cigarette. Yeah. Yep. Off the wagon with mm-hmm. the cigs too. Yeah. It was a big deal, you know? Yeah. Stoney was supposed to wait and that's and, a problem. Shame on you, Stoney. And the bigger problem was not that he called me last night and told me about his, his situation. Good for him again, I guess. Um, but then he called me again today because he was having a panic attack because he was hungover and he needed me to talk him down. Yeah. And I spoke to him for 45 minutes. A little baby stony. Little baby stony. Just like <laughs> <laughs> just talking him down like, no, it's OK. You're still a big man. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. It'll all don't, be OK, little baby, baby stony. You're out having sex with people and I'm coddling <laughs> you from home. 
Yeah, you got to cut that off real quick. No free coddling. I know. If he's putting his wiener elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked him, and we may need to cut this. uh, I asked him if he used a condom and he was like, no, of course not. Of course not. Oh, my God. What? Ew. What sort of like. What sort of animal are you? Yeah, that's what I think. It's New York City. It's New York fucking city. They have man. like retro viruses and yeah, shit. Totally. I don't even know what that means, but it sounds like something that and would happen he in is New York. Closer to fifty than he is to forty. Like you. Can't yeah, your dick's up gonna STD fall right off. Oh my god. Can you no. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of STDs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. I hooked up with a coworker recently. Um, right. Right. We call him the mistake. Because when we hooked up, he was professing his love and how he's had a crush on me forever. And he even said, we should date. Did he? He said he loved you. I'm in love with you (laughs) is what he said. I'm in love. Not even I love you. I'm in love with you. What a sociopath. Yeah. Obviously, we hooked up in a deep blackout. Deep. I wasn't. I was in a brownout. And I know I was in a brownout because I... So (laughs) when we were coming home from this party we got drunk at, um, the next day I was walking Hank and I walked past... I live in a back house. I have a landlord who lives up front, obviously, in in his, like, larger house. And I was walking Hank out past Craig's door and I realize Craig has a ring doorbell and I get this flood of, like, memory come back that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that the mistake had drunkenly sat me down on Craig's stoop and started going down on me. And then all of a sudden I'm fucking like wondering how the ring camera works. Do you know what the angle is on the camera? Uh, so I, my little sister said it's a very wide lens. I was hoping because <laughs> it's like, I was hoping because it's on the other side of like the stoop. Like That's what I'm asking is like, where is it pointed toward? Like, should I go? I think my I think my back, obviously, my back was turned the whole time. For sure. For sure. So were you wearing pants? I was wearing a dress. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like around the waist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, So I don't think Craig saw anything, but he saw everything. Do you know what I mean? Like the next time I saw him, he was very awkward. And I'm fairly certain like he saw that recording and I just am pretending it didn't happen. Um, okay, so there's something in my neighborhood. I have some neighbors where whenever I walk by, they're like, warning, you are on camera. <laughs> and so at least it wasn't that you guys started going to town and it was like, warning, on camera. <laughs> I mean, I would have preferred a warning sign because maybe we would have sure been like, oh, shoot, let's not do that right here on Craig's Stoop, right? Like, let's be adults. No, can't can't be adults. Anyway, the way that this played out, you know very well, but I'll recount it. Um, the next time I saw... Oh, sorry, I said his name. The mistake. Well, he was kind of retracting... Yeah, he was retracting all of his professions of love, right. going like, oh, I'm not... Sh- no, no, I don't know. But then still playing mind games, like, oh, well, let's go to this party together or whatever. He ends up going out on the 4th of July um, and telling a few of our coworkers who are super gossipy. It's worth noting on the 4th of July that Susie and I had been in a deep hangover for two Yeah, it wasn't days. even it wasn't even a hangover. It was we were drinking we were on a bender. Yes. But July 3rd, I want to say is was Gerald's birthday. So yeah. Like 4th of July like 
we were we were hitting the sauce. We were hitting it hard. Yes. This was yeah. the impetus for Dry July. Totally. Like, this is when we were like, we need to take a breather. Yeah. My it's landlord totally has video footage <laughs> of a man <laughs> going down on me on yeah. his stoop. I, mean, I didn't have that, but I was <laughs> like, yeah, I'll take a breather as well. <laughs> anyway, the mistake went to our coworkers and told like maybe five people oh, I don't remember. I don't know how it happened. Just being a dick. Being a total fucking fuckboy dick. And I ripped him like five new assholes when I found that out. Yep. And rightfully, he then was groveling at yes. my feet. And I had the power because we were friends before this happened. Like, that's the really important thing. We were like work besties. It could have been I just got out of a really bad relationship. And this could have been so good. Like, I'm fucking my work bestie it could totally. be so easy and just a nice thing and he turned it into a weird thing right yes. he's the problem he's the problem sure. not me um so then you know i'm on my high horse were you really on a high horse though like i don't, I don't no. think you were that much actually but go ahead i just made him pay for his crimes yes um dearly just with my i i came with venom and i yeah. I delivered it. Yeah. Um, it, but, and he felt really, really bad. And he had called me and been like, I'm a piece of shit. I'm so sorry. I shouldn't yeah. have done that. Rightfully. So a couple of days later. So as I mentioned, I got out of a really bad relationship. My long-term ex of five years, I found out was cheating on me with sex workers. And um, I had not been tested since him. And after this mistake incident, the first person I've slept with since him, it's been a few months I'm like, let me just finally go get STD tested. I need to make yeah. this happen. I'm an adult. A day later, I get an email from my doctor. Wait, they didn't even call you? No, it's Kaiser. <laughs> they suck. Oh, my God. My <laughs> clinic will like call me and they're like, this one time you tested positive for <laughs> HPV. And, and they like hold my hand and we cry. Oh, they cry with you? Yeah. Totally. Damn. Yeah. No. It's Kaiser. It's Obamacare. It's shitty. They're not going to cry with me, sadly. <laughs> okay. I can't get a fucking shoulder to cry on. The doctor emails me, chlamydia was found on your tests, ordering doxycycline. Follow the instructions. Take it for seven days. Right. I'm like, what the actual fuck? Yeah, that was a dark day. I'm 38 years old. I have never had an STD in my life, and I have... Been careful, but not like always, right? Like never had an STD. I'm like, what the fuck? Immediately I'm going like my fucking ex and his sex workers. But we don't know because it could be the mistake. Exactly. So here's the real conundrum, the mystery. Yes. Who gave me chlamydia? And do we tell... <laughs> who do we tell <laughs> who do we tell we're we not tell? telling my ex because he no he's probably on a full yeah round of i hope his wiener falls off yeah for sure. but then i have the conundrum do i tell the mistake right because now i've ripped him five new assholes he's bleeding out his butt from my words and now yes. i have to call him and like eat crow and be like hey and his dad's in town <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> this happened on a weekend when his father was in town. Hilarious. So I had to call him and he literally said to me, you don't know this. He said, 
I was like, do you have a minute to talk? He's like, are you just going to like tell me how much of a piece of shit I am again? And I was like, no, no, it's going to be quick. Not today. (laughs) (laughs) That's for another time. Um, And so I I was like, listen, uh, I went, got STD checked, checked, and I, I have chlamydia. And he had the best response ever. Thank God. He just started cracking up. Hilarious. And he goes, so are we even now? I love, honestly, (laughs) when you told me that, I was like, can we be back into him? Yeah. (laughs) The response really gained him some points. Yeah, like how he handled that situation is hilarious. Also, I have to say, you have talked to this man on the phone more than I've talked to, like, my mom. He loves the phone. fucking love the phone no i don't he loves a phone call he's just picking up that phone and calling me all the time he wants to get real voice action it's very odd super weird in this day and age but i mean the chlamydia call had to be a phone call call had to happen for sure (laughs) i would have delivered it via text um in fact i wouldn't have said anything whoops Okay. Sorry, my dog didn't agree with Keenan saying she wouldn't inform her sexual partner if she well, got Well, I just STD. don't know. I haven't been in that situation. <laughs> like, knock on wood, whatever. Um, but this morning, I was uh, talking to this stone man when he was, you know, having anxiety about being a man. And he asked, like, what was up with you? And what was up with the guy? And I was like, uh, you know, it didn't end well, you know, there was a chlamydia scare. <laughs> oh, it wasn't a scare, girl. I was no. eating doxycycline for a week. The mistake didn't get tested. He just went on the medication. And I was like... No, he did get tested. I don't know his results, but... Oh, right. Okay. I think that was that was what I remembered, is that we didn't know exactly what came of the results, but we knew that he just like... Went just grab that med- medication. Yeah. yeah. What, what... Why not? What harm can yeah, it do? Yeah, what harm can it do? Exactly. And I was telling Stoney, I was like, I just... I don't know, man. If it were me, I would just... I'd probably block him. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Kina... You are such a fucking bitch. Like, you have to tell him if you get an STD. Yeah. And I, like, I'm just, I would just move to another country. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, bye, motherfucker. I would just start dog sitting for fancy people in the Netherlands. Yes. That's what I'm doing now. That's Kina's new life move. She's looking into dog sitting. I'm not just looking. I I have... Um, prospects yes prospects yeah well so that was the story of the mistake um so what I was going to tell you before we started recording um we worked together for the first time in like a month since this has all gone down since the chlamydia since the healing from the chlamydia I saw him I'm like how's your wiener doing it's a clap back (laughs) it's not the clap by the way the I googled this the the clap is gonorrhea so there's a few different theories on why it's called the clap, um, but one of them is like uh, what they used to call whorehouses um, back in the day, you know, like the dark ages, whatever it was. What they call them? The I don't remember. But the one that the theory that I know, and I told this to the mistake when I when he was texting me from Planned Parenthood. Um, there's a theory that also men used to clap their because pe- the penis would fill up with pus from gonorrhea and they would clap their penis between their hands or boards, slam it against a wall <laughs> to get the pus out. I'm what sorry. the fuck? <laughs> and I told that to the mistake and he was like, 
are you trying to scare me? And I was like, we have antibiotics now, my dear. You're going to be fine. Just pop those puppies and like. Okay, I'm totally going back on everything I just said about telling the guy you have to tell him because if there is a, gonna be pu- clapping a, a his- pussy penis, this is so <laughs> sick. Yeah. So um, I went on a uh, Reddit like rabbit hole when I, I found out I had chlamydia because uh, like I said, never had an STD. I felt really gross. Some girl on Reddit, I, I appreciate this. She said- get over it hot girls get chlamydia like it's like a fucking cold for your vagina take some antibiotics and okay that's how i feel about hpv yeah like everyone has hpv doctors like try to fucking shame me i i just tested negative like the hpv is out of my system but that's oh yeah two cycles of it being there and going away and being back. And oh, well, yeah, you can clear it. Totally. Actually, I had HPV when I was younger. When I say I didn't have an STD, I did have it from HPV a... HPV n- is not an STD. It's an STI, and that's... Um, yeah, they changed... an expert one day. They changed that. They changed it to STI to re- remove the stigma. Like I said, chlamydia is just like a fucking cold for your genitals. You take some... girls get chlamydia. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting it on the stoop of your landlord's property, yes, you're like getting you're, chlamydia. you're yeah. gonna get chlamydia. So anyway, you got Craig's chlamydia. <laughs> <laughs> Craig's chlamydia. Um, I uh, went down a, a Reddit rabbit hole. Speaking yes. of the pussy wieners, um, some guy on there was like, "I just found out I've had chlamydia for ten years." So you can, li- and he's like. Well, is it one of those, and this is showing my ignorance, is it one of those STIs where men are carriers and that they... No, nope. they, some have some, everyone can be, symptoms? everyone can be asymptomatic and, sure. and just have it and not, if you don't get tested, you don't know. You can also okay. get symptoms. It's man or woman gets symptoms, whatever. This guy was like, oh, I would just look in the toilet and be like, oh, I'm sure everyone gets shit coming out of their wiener. What? For 10 years. Or, uh, oh, I'm sure everyone burns a little when they pee sometimes. like a a weirdo who, like, masturbates a lot and is like, this is what happens when you jerk (laughs) off to porn. I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) He's, like, in a religious cult or something. Right. Right. Who only pays for sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, anyway, my point is, excuse me, the champs is getting to me. Um, my point is that it's, it's one or the other. It's like, I could have gotten it for my gross ex who was fucking sex workers behind my back and and not known. Maybe didn't have to go on meds, but like whatever. No, the mistake could have had it because the mistake just, I didn't mention got out of a two year relationship. He's like, I've been in a two year relationship. I'm like, yeah, you know, you could have just had it the whole time. You could have any, any who. So uh, the point is, um, chlamydia saved, uh, the mistake in my friendship. Okay, so today we were going to talk about times we've been in trouble with the law. Yeah. Because of our good friend alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will start. Um, my story is when I was in college. Um, I was not yet 21. I think I start, I didn't start drinking until I was like 20 or something like that. Loser. (laughs) (laughs) But I did start going out to bars before I was 21. And my, one of my best friends, Jessica, she looks very similar to me and she's a couple of, yeah, we went traveling together. Um, she looks similar. She's a couple of years older. So I was using her ID. She just got an Mm -hmm. extra one and gave me her old one, said she lost it. Um, so it worked like a charm always. Um, we, my roommate, Rachel and I, 
uh, went out to this mall that had a movie theater one night um, to go see a movie. We go into a restaurant first. What, what movie? I have I do not remember. Okay. But um, we actually went with uh, one of Rachel's, like her gay bestie. So it was the three of us. We go to this um, restaurant that's in the mall. Uh, and we had like, it was like burger night. So you got a burger for like a dollar or something. It was like Cincinnati. So there was cheap shit like that. We got some drinks. I love a mall happy hour. Oh, yeah. So we had great burgers. So it's not like we didn't eat. Um, we had great burgers. We had a couple drinks. So a couple of guys come up to us and they were like, hey, do you girls want a shot? And we're like, I'm sure they probably bought Patrick a shot too. But um, they're like, do you guys want a shot? We're like, yes, of course. Free alcohol. Give it to us. Totally. I don't know what they gave us. I don't think it was roofied or anything like that because we didn't like not remember what happened yeah you were just wasted it was just so wasted that yep. we take this shot some time at some point we ditch the guys we go see our movie we are being so annoying in this movie like cracking up rachel's trying to make out with her gay best friend i just wish you knew what movie it was but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yes exactly i'm sliding out of my fucking movie theater seat <laughs> like i'm like jello so finally at some point we're like we're being so annoying Right. We have to go. So we we leave the movie theater. We're walking through the mall. It's after hours now. Oh, it's Newport on the levee. I just remembered the mall. Oh, you were asking for the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. I okay. Anyway, so we're walking out. So we're heading. Rachel drove. Not proud of that. She probably shouldn't have been driving. But we're walking to go to Rachel's car. I see a Mrs. Fields cookie counter situation. Mm -hmm. yep. um, you know, it's one of those mall staples. You get Eat a nice it. warm cookie, delish. I'm wasted out of my fucking mind. I scale the cookie counter. I climb over it. I get behind the cookie counter and I grab a little paper cup and I start serving soft serve, which is fully melted because the soft serve machine you know, like has to cool off and make the ice cream. So I start pouring just liquid m milk into a cup. I have some questions. Was this stand open? No, it was fully closed. Okay. It was after hours. So it's like a closed Mrs. Fields cookie counter. So Got it. that's why the soft serve is liquid. I'm pouring it into a cup. I'm trying to like serve it to passersby. Do you want some soft serve? I turn around and there are like four cops just surrounding the mall perimeter yeah. mall cops of the Mrs. Fields cookie counter. And I was like, okay, okay. And I just try and like slink back over the counter and was like, okay, I'm just gonna do, do, do like, and they're like, hold oh the phones. What the fuck are you doing? And I was like, oh my God, I'm wasted. Right. Rachel, who is actually of age, starts turning on. She's from Florida and she was like a curvaceous, like hot girl. Okay. She would just turn she on this attention. charm. She'd be like, oh, oh officers, just let me take her home. Like just and and so they go, no, no, no. We need to see your ID. Y your ID. They were asking you for yours or so Rachel for hers. No, mine, because okay. I'm the drunk ass who right. jumped over right. the cookie right. counter. So they're like, uh, can we see your ID? I mean, I think they asked Rachel for hers, too, but hers is a legit. It's hers. Remember, sure, I'm yours is Jessica's. I'm using Jessica's ID. So it's this conundrum in my drunk mind. Do I give them my real ID or do I give them Jessica's ID? Right. And I give them 
Jessica's. I was going to say you for sure give them <laughs> Jessica's. But then they're quizzing me on all the information. Like and her date of birth. Yeah. And like. Address. Like when her ID expires. Height, weight, like all of it. And I luckily had remembered all of that, but somewhere in my drunk brain, I became Rain Man and I just like spit out this information like I was a computer because I don't know if like if someone at a bar had like a a bouncer at a bar had asked me. I didn't know it that well that I like could do it flawlessly. But for some reason, I did it so well for these cops and they handed it back. And I will say this ID was good. We look similar, but some a bouncer at a you bar guys actually don't. I've been on vacation with you, <clears throat> yeah. So I understand how somebody with a flash of the ID can be like, "Oh, sure, you pass." Yeah, you don't look all that similar if you spend a lot of time looking in the face. Yeah. So right? a bouncer at a bar in our college town had literally gone. I know that's not her, but she can go in anyway. Like, so it wasn't like a foolproof thing. It was a good fake, but so these cops hand it back and they're like, okay, cool. And they're like, listen, if the owners of this cookie counter want to press charges, like that's up to them. And how the (laughs) fuck are they going to know mall cops? No, because the mall cops were doing a report. Oh, Oh, okay. So I go home. We had gone out. This was right before winter break. This is chaotic. My family is living in Spain. My dad is like doing work in Spain. So they're living in Spain. I'm flying to Spain the next day uh, to Madrid to go stay with my family for winter break. And I had to, I was panicking. I'm like, I've literally given my best friend's ID for like a potential like felony offense. Like, and I was calling my voicemail like every day from Spain, like to see if like anyone had called me to be like, um, you're going to about to be indicted or whatever it is. Yeah. So that's my like biggest and thank God nothing happened. Like nothing came out of it. Thank you, Mrs. Fields owner and whatever it was, uh, Newport on the levee, like, I appreciate you. My story also has to do with cookies. Also has to (laughs) do with being underage. And also has to do with flying across the world to be with my family. Okay, perfect. Um, I grew up overseas um, on a base like whatever details later, I guess, or never at all. (laughs) Um, And so it was my first summer home from freshman year of college. And my parents, um, because of where we grew up, my parents flew to the United States every summer. But this was my first summer back after college. And so I had a summer job and my parents on the on the island And my parents um, left me to take care of the house. So I did what every responsible 18-year-old kid would do, and I fucking partied all summer. Yeah. Just went nuts. Um, Anyway, so it was like late July or early August, probably like this time of year, and I was supposed to go meet my family in California, probably LAX or whatever, I don't remember. And my boyfriend at the time and I, we were hitting a dry spell in terms of acquiring alcohol. We had like a number (laughs) of people 
who had like fake IDs and would like buy booze for us. But because it was a base, it was super strict. Right? Yeah. So it, it was a couple of days that like we couldn't get alcohol. And that was like a bummer for me because I was a party <laughs> kid. Yeah. Um, and so it was the day, the day that I was supposed to fly from where I grew up to Hawaii, Hawaii to California to meet my family. And um, somebody was like, oh my God, Kina, like we scored some booze. <laughs> and they uh, scored a bottle of vodka. And I was like, perfect. I'm, I'm, you know, vodka Marquina. Like, that yeah, is, that is who I am. Um, so I drank warm vodka oh, from a water bottle. Delicious. In my parents' kitchen. <laughs> oh, wow. You couldn't even grab a glass? Couldn't even grab a glass. <laughs> like, who am I? I thought you were, like, on the way to the airport or something. You're like, nope, it's just in my parents' kitchen. Just, my just couldn't grab kitchen. some ice. And then my boyfriend at the time, um, you know, gave me a ride to the airport on his bike. Mm. Um, and <laughs> I... Wait, a bicycle? Yeah, bicycle. Oh. There aren't cars <laughs> on this island. It's like we were literally riding bicycles. He How do you ride on the bike? Uh, he gave me a ride on the front handlebars. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, I'll have to show you some Oh, fun. so you're saying I could take you around on my bicycle? 100%. Like, let's go. <laughs> let's go to um, Jones later. you smaller than I am, but I would love to go to Jones. Anyway, so... I hop on the front of his bike. He takes me. I'm wasted. Um, I was probably also like 100 pounds at this time. And I get to the airport and I run through the metal detector. (laughs) And they're like, Kina, like, we know who you are. We know who your family is. Like, you're staying here alone and you're clearly wasted. (laughs) So all the security guards knew you because it's such a small. It's such a small island. Yeah. Like, my parents' good friend. And my ex-boyfriend's dad worked at the airport. <laughs> and so they're all there watching me. And I am like, I'm running. And I'm just like, no, it's cool. Like, I got this. Like, I'm going to get on the plane. And um, they detained me. And they were like, you are wasted. And we have to call your parents and tell them that you are not making this plane. Because we, it's against law. Like, they can't let somebody wasted get on the plane. And I was like, oh, is that right? Yeah, I was also 19 years old, so oh, there's okay. that. Um, and then there was this, like, really nice woman who... There, All the guys were being, like, really fucking weird and kind of, like, shaming me for being drunk, which, let's be real, I should be shamed. I was wasted. Um, but this super nice woman came over, and she was like, Honey, I don't think you've eaten today. And she <laughs> brought me a dozen cookies. Oh, my God. And I just sat in the police station and just like housed a dozen cookies that's so nice so nice i wonder if she got them from a mrs fields cookie counter for sure no um (laughs) they don't have them on the island but it it was such a was it like a hawaiian version no it was probably like a homemade cookie oh homemade wow this woman is a saint she was she was feeling really badly for me and then i got to um God, go to my parents' house, be hungover, wake up, do the same thing a couple days later. And it was very embarrassing. Did you have to pay for a new flight? This is back when I had no idea what my parents paid for me to travel. Oh, wow. But I'm sure that they did. I also... Or a change fee, like, because you missed your flight. Yes. I also, in college, once missed my flight from Hawaii to my home. And I had to go 
to Tokyo and re- <laughs> and and because I was hungover, guys, um, and I had to reroute. And my mom, I like didn't even think about money. And my mom was like, Kina, you know that that was so fucking expensive for you to go to Tokyo. And I was like, yeah, if you want me home for Christmas. Wait, why did you go to Tokyo? Uh, there were only a certain number of flights per week that went to where I lived. And so, so you would, had to reroute to Tokyo I and then miss, I would miss Christmas with my family if not. So I rerouted to Tokyo and then Guam what and then the Guam fuck? to the islands. Yeah, I know. I know. Holy shit. That's wild. It was wild. Oh, wow. I'm feeling this, champs. Um, Have you ever had a near DUI experience? Um, Yes. I'm not super proud of it, but yes. Okay. Let's hear it. Okay. Uh, I don't drive while drunk, especially now, but there was one time when I came home from the dime and I really needed Jack in the Box. (laughs) (laughs) The fifth J. The fifth J, exactly. If you don't know a Jack in the Box stuffed jalapeno. Oh, I I think I've had it for sure. Yeah. It's it's a delicacy. We can't help you if you don't know. We can't help you. And um, there was one night where I arrived home and I was like, for sure I could... Yeah. I could get this jalapeno. Uh, so I drove my car. So this isn't when you're younger. This is like <laughs> last week. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a car now, guys. Uh, this is like firmly in my 30s. Okay. Um, and so I went and I drove successfully to Jack in the Box. Success. Success. Um, you remember my old place on Sycamore, yeah. right? Do you remember the parking? It was like parallel parking behind a building. Yeah. Um, I... I do the mission. It's all good. <laughs> I remember everything and I was being so meticulous. And then I'm turning into my parking spot and I hit my next door neighbor's <gasps> car. Oh shit. In a parking, the worst. The yeah. worst. And um I couldn't sleep. I was like so distraught. I couldn't even enjoy my jalapeno popper, you know? Yeah. Um, and then the next day I knocked on her door and I was like Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I told her what happened and I paid for obviously anything yeah. that needed to happen to her car, but that was it. Oh, but that's not a near DUI. I I drove <laughs> under the influence. Oh, I used to drive this. I'm not proud of this. Again, hashtag not proud. I also proud. got my driver's license when I was 21, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. I got mine when I was 18, so we're both late bloomers on yeah. that. But no, I used to drive when I moved to LA because there were no cabs. I would be working at Bar Lubitsch. I would get wasted because I didn't eat at the time and I would just have a few shots and just be obliterated and I would drive home and I would literally, the minute I hit my spot in my parking garage, I would pass out on the steering wheel. Like this is <laughs> this is the level of like gamble Wait, I'm taking. How many times did you wake up in your car? A bunch. <laughs> like I can't <laughs> even count. Like it's not going to be, like it's innumerable. Um so not proud of it again. Don't drink and drive. We have Uber right. now. It's so much easier. Not that that's an excuse back then. Um, but this is another story from when I was in college. Um, again, I used to drive everywhere. Like, so I went, me and my friend Jessica went out um, somewhere where we would go out those days. And 
I met a guy out at the bar and I had had a bunch, like probably at least five drinks. And I was like tiny yeah. at the time. Again, I didn't eat a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, it was back in like the aughts or whatever, where everyone yeah. was trying to look like they were doing heroin. Say, like peak eating disorder. Exactly. So I was wasted. I'm fall. Uh, I meet this guy. Um, I'm following him home, okay, to like make out with him or whatever. I didn't, yeah. I didn't like bang guys at the time, but I was like, I'm gonna follow you home to make out with you. I'm following him. A cop comes up behind me. I see the lights. I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked. Like, I am wasted. What were you drinking this night? Uh, I would also, I would, I started drinking. This is when I started drinking. So it was like vodka cranberries, you know, something okay, super so easy. Liquor. Yeah. Liquor. Yeah, for sure. I was wasted. It was like five drinks in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I am like, fuck. Like, I pull over. This guy hightails it out, right? The cop comes up to my window. Oh, my God. And he's like, hi, do you know why I pulled you over? And I'm like, no, sir. And he's like, uh, you were following too closely. You're like, yeah, I'm going to ride that dick leader. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a problem, officer? So um, I was like, okay, okay. And he looks at me and he goes, have you been drinking tonight? And I was like, no, not a drop. And not even one. <laughs> the first mistake. And he looks at me and he goes, are you sure? Because I can smell alcohol in your car. And I said back to him, I said, maybe one drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. This is how drunk I was. Go ahead. Go um, ahead. My first mistake. So um, maybe one drink. Uh, and he goes, okay, I'm just going to ask you to step out of the car. At this point, I'm like, fuck. fuck. In my it's mind, over. I'm like, yeah. I'm relinquishing my driver's license. This is done. I'm going the guy to... has taken off. <laughs> That's the least of my concerns. I'm like, I got a For DUI. Sure. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. And he pulls me out of the car and he goes, okay, so um, how much did you drink tonight? And I, I said to him, maybe the equivalent of two drinks. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, okay, okay, I'm just going to do an eye test on you, like yeah. a couple of tests. And he does the, like, little pin light on your mm-hmm. eyes. I know it well. I didn't walk a line or anything. He goes, okay, now I'm just going to do a breathalyzer on you. Right. And I didn't know at the time that you're supposed to refuse a breathalyzer mm-hmm. always. Thank God I didn't know because wait for the rest of the story. But um, I was like, okay. And he gives puts this breathalyzer in my mouth, and I start blowing like, like through my teeth, like the tiniest yeah, like the, stream you think of air. Your teeth can like filter out the booze. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was drunk. Um, so I'm I'm blowing like so softly, and he goes more, more like, and I I'm like, okay, fuck, I'm fucked. The breathalyzer comes up. Like I'm point oh one behind or like point. Underneath. Zero seven nine. I don't the know. legal limit in Ohio is point zero eight, and oh, people always think I'm bullshitting with this story. Point zero seven nine. That's wild. This cop looks at me and he's like, "I shouldn't even go by this. I should have you in handcuffs right now." <laughs> she say, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> no, no, like, no. Dance back to your car. No. So I, I was like, "Thank you so much," because I was freaking out. Yeah. I was like, "Think." He's like, "But go, go on, be safe, get home." Like, go to sleep. And I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." I get halfway back to my car. You I'm walking. Over again. No, no, no. I walk back to this guy. This is before GPS. Okay. For sure. 
And I look at him and I go, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me where I am? (laughs) (laughs) And then the twist is you hook up with the police officer. (laughs) I mean, he looks at me and he goes, no, I can't help you. Be safe. And I was like, cool. Okay. Good. Yeah, uh, so I, that was a very close call. Thank God. I mean, who knows? But I end up like texting the guy I was following, and I um I never did this at the time, but I end up going to his house and we made out, and I definitely gave him a hand DJ. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the adrenaline was flowing, and I was like, it's yeah. it's a handy J for you tonight, buddy. Yeah. You're like I I uh, got off scot free. I escaped death tonight. Like I did. Did he come from the hand job? I don't remember. I'm just wondering, like, yeah, I don't. It's probably an over the gene situation. I was very mild back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we just cracked a bottle of red. It's gonna be a real night for us. It's delicious. It's oaky. Let me. A little bit of vanilla. Oh, I've been dying for this. Yeah. Nice. It's nice. Yeah. Way to come through, Trader Joe's. Um, if you made it through this episode, pour yourself a shot, a drink, a beer, a glass of wine. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. And we will see See you you next next Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. We are about to call FaceTime the Stone Man to revisit. Yeah, FaceTime him. We're going to revisit this tragedy. We're waiting. What a loser. Did you know that we've started recording the podcast? I'm getting a cut of this, right? Um, sure. No, absolutely (laughs) not. Just kidding.